Hey, Kimmy. 1996 called. It wants its clothes back. Hey, Zan. 2090 called. You're dead and you wasted your time on Earth. to Laser Time, uh, the internet's fourth leading pop culture show. Yes, we're building it up, only yeah. to tear it back down. Tear it back down. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Antista. Henry Gilbert. Dave Rudden. Uh, Superfly, be. Grimmy Snooker. And, and we have our soundboard working. Um, that is good news, because we are here to talk to you today about... You know, this is I wanted it to be uh, the best of 2015. Normally we pick a topic. What have been our topics this year? Uh, gross toys... Mm-hmm. Uh, worst superhero movies. Marvel. High school co- Madball. Mad. It does include Madball. <laughs> High school TV shows. High school. Oh, oh, April Richardson. She was the best. Yeah. I'm just saying you should listen to this, especially if you're a new Spotify listener. We haven't gained a Spotify listener since like the third day we were on there. But whatever. We're It'll in the be top out slot. of beta soon. We'll, we'll get one. I hope so because um, what I just wanted to talk to you guys about what you think is the best of 2015 so far. Hmm. Um, and I'm talking movies, and I'm talking. Um, Books, Book, oh God, I Book. actually didn't YA have. I didn't. SEO topics that include uh, <laughs> most popular uh, yeah, celebrities, <laughs> but also TV shows, TV shows. Music. Because remember, I started out the the year like super fucking depressed. Uh, I did, and, uh, and now you're only please don't depressed. go. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I'm super depressed. Uh, well, they're, they're well when you're pseudo employed like this, it's like you wake up every day oh, yeah, and like pseudo bread, pseudo bread. Find a reason to go on living. <laughs> hey, because um, wow. you can't because you know before like I love media, I love escapism stuff. I like the real yeah. world is fucking depressing, and I, <laughs> I I indulge myself in almost every single. Uh, Chris, Chris, it's the ghost of Bill Hicks. <laughs> Chris, punch it up a bit. You're really Kill. bringing everyone down. I look the second I wrote advertising copy, I knew how Bill Hicks found, felt about. Me. That's fair. I, uh, I knew, yeah. I knew very well, and I betrayed the man, and I love him dearly. Uh, but I, I mean, yes. you wouldn't want to die now before the second season of Rick and Morty. There you there go. You go. That's but but the thing that brought me out of it, and we talked about it more on Cape Crisis, uh, was the Venture Brothers. Yeah, that was a great year start to in the, the year. making season finale. Uh, <laughs> the, all of this in Gargantua too, and, mm-hmm. I, and it sucks because I can't recommend. Anybody who hasn't seen the Venture Brothers go watch this. You can't watch it. Like you can't. It is. It pays off. Te- it's well ten years of shows in five seasons of storyline. Yes. I think I tried to watch that with you guys. I watched it's some impossible. episode like, and t- it was like all this goes way over my head. Yeah, I'm, Tyler was trying to watch it. And like yeah. it, it ties up a lot of loose ends from ten years worth of storytelling. Uh, like hilarious Marvel Transformers Conan like. Parodies like have you seen Venture Brothers at all, Michael Grimm? No, but whatever, it was it was fucking great. All this in Gargantua too. I still think it's one of the best things that happened in 2015. Oh, totally! Mm-hmm. I loved it too. It came as such a surprise too. Like mm-hmm. they, after the the Venture Brothers has like longer season uh, breaks than the Sopranos have. Yeah, you know, and so they hadn't had a new episode in, in a in, year, in over a year. I own the fifth year. season, and the fifth season finale aired as an hour special. Mm-hmm. About a year after I I bought the fifth season on Blu-ray, yeah. there've been no new episodes, and so yeah, the, and it was an hour-long season finale where so good. every character that had ever been on the show before showed up, and they got back some classic voices. Like I don't want to spoil it if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet, but but it also and it sets up a new 
a new status quo for season six. Yeah. You're like, wow, I can't wait for season like, six. Oh, did you know, I hope comes at some point before the end of this year. I, I doubt it. But did you know like Aqua Teen was ending this year? Yeah, I didn't even know it was still it was going. Still it's yeah. but it's one of those it's one of those shows on Adult Swim that's been on since the inception of Adult right. Swim, mm-hmm. and it's ending this year. But like when Venture Brothers came out, the style of the show was Aqua Teen. Like nothing matters, everything is silly as shit, yeah. and it's great. I do love that. And Venture Brothers are the first one. Like, yeah, we're gonna make a terrible joke, and this character is gonna die, but it's going to stay dead Continuity. forever. Yeah, and, and well, every... it was a half hour show that mm-hmm. went from episode to episode, and it didn't have just. The jokes, the, every joke in Aqua Teen, and that's what I loved about Aqua Teen. It can reset. So it's yeah. non sequiturs. It just said like, oh, no, you're gay, and I killed you, and your penis fell off. But then, the but next if, episode, nope, that's over. If but someone they, shouts out that they're gay they, yeah. in, in, in Venture Brothers, odds are they stay gay. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> they're speaking, a speaking of which, uh, holy shit, I don't want to spoil it too much, so we, let's talk about it briefly. The community finale? Did anybody see that? Oh, so good. Because yeah, so uh, like, people have been bugging me for years, because... Again, if you can't be new to Laser Time, I, I kind of doubt it because we're just mm-hmm. losing listeners. But uh, <laughs> but, but uh, it, it, we, they want us to do a season finale up, or, or like the best uh, series, series finale. Mm-hmm. And Community is now up there in like the top three for me. If that is a series finale, I know because I they know, could I have a is. new season. They could have a. Movie. You don't watch the show at all, do you? No, I like you, it. I right. I you watched season totally. three with us. The season mm-hmm. three finale with us yeah, three yeah. years ago. I've seen like maybe two seasons. You've seen a lot of the good episodes. Yeah. Uh, and and, and the, so this episode is, all right, we're graduating, we're done. How do we move forward? And it's every cast member envisioning what they think the, se- the seventh season will look like. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's the most meta episode they've ever had. Yeah. And, like, they're just acting out their scenes and what everybody else would think the next season would be. And, and th- But this line, uh, th- I love that line because that, it's it's... The, not only does Dan Harmon start talking in that this episode for the first time ever, he's never been on screen. Like a lot of his stuff comes out through Joel McHale, mm. and like everybody wants Annie and Joel to get together and they actually have a discussion. Like I think they like the idea of this happening more than the so idea just of it like happening. Doing the workshop of the script. On the well, it, but in a couple like the funny thing, it, it's it's mostly about I hear Dan Harmon reflecting my fears of getting older. Mm. And, he, and he's like, uh, the, the things Joel McHale says, I just want to wear a white t-shirt and not look homeless. And I want, and I, <laughs> Dan Harmon does look sort of like either a serial killer or a homeless person. If you, don't, if you just great. wear a white t-shirt, yeah, after, after a certain age, if you only wear a white t-shirt, it looks like you forgot to dress. And I'm well, he's very, also got really long hair and a huge beard, and he's like this kind of sullen-faced white guy. So every time I see a picture of him, I'm like, yeah, I could see him killing someone I'm, or going to jail. I'm outrageously <laughs> wary of this. Because he's like, and then he's like, and he looks around to see if anybody's looking. I don't want to have to pretend to care about these boring ass Marvel movies. And Andy's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I, I'm not bored by them, but I wasn't wowed by Age of Ultron. It mm. doesn't fall in my best of 2015. Oh, yes. I know. I didn't even Shit, see it. I have Holy a sound. You know, it doesn't fall in my best of 2015 is Yahoo Scream. Hey. <laughs> I, sw- I would have watched it, all. I'm, I'm finally watching this, this season of Community, mm-hmm. but it's been an effort because I have to either watch it on my laptop, which I don't like doing, mm. or yeah, my Xbox ancient. Ugh, where it's like, where it'll th- play. Then you click it and it'll be full screen. What other it, app it, does that? Yeah, what, what other app starts out in small screen yeah. and then yeah. let's start it over and make it full screen. I clicked on it, bro. I'm sorry, that's it's. Yeah, it's you, I was fine watching it in my bed on my phone. First world, first world UI jokes. Is mm. that going over? That'll uh, work. Hope yeah. this podcast is aired in Uganda. Hey, look, <laughs> Yahoo Screen. It's that or nothing, and so I was fine watching mm-hmm. it on Yahoo Screen. Mm-hmm. 
Though I think I heard people in Canada and in other countries, outside of America, you just couldn't even watch it. And yeah. I think Dan Harmon said in interviews, he blesses you to steal it. He's like, just just take it then. Just, just, just fuck it. Just stuttered a bunch and then said steal it drunkenly. <laughs> Though, yeah, I can't wait until Rick and Morty, the other Dan Harmon show. That, that'll that definitely be up there. Thank it's Justin Roiland for coming on the show briefly yeah. this, this hey. year. Was that this year? Yeah, um, no, it was last year. It was, yeah. last year. was it last year? Uh-huh. Smash yeah. Brothers. It was the week before Smash Brothers Why? Why did that guy come over to the house and hang out with us so much? That was because weird. Because I, I put the work into emailing him <laughs> and saying, like, hey, you want to play Smash Brothers with us? He played one game. I'm not saying I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't have put the work in. I'm still saying he shouldn't have said yes. And what do you call let it? alone show up more than once. What do you call the creator of uh, Community Masturbates? Dan Self-Harmon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a new thing. Um, I did like because I'm I've slowly been showing you guys all clips of this, and if we had to say, uh, I don't have a good uh, noise to introduce this best superhero movie of 2015. Mm. So far, um, mm. well, I mean, there's just Avengers and what else? Like uh, there is motherfucking Kingsman, uh, oh. motherfucking Kingsman. I saw one scene from that that you guys showed me last week, and I was like, it's, that, that it's might be movie on of YouTube. Kingsman church scene. Please don't take any context from it. Maybe shut it off before the clip ends because there's a huge spoiler in it. Here's a great discussion with Sam Jackson and Colin Firth. Uh, Colin Firth is it's Mark Miller and uh, Matthew Vaughn teaming up together again. Of uh, uh, Kick-Ass Fame. Kick-Ass Fame. Uh, but they they, all, they co-wrote the comic together, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to make movies out of it. Huh. Uh, it's really good. It's like if there was this team of Avengers who are also James Bond. It's like, what instead of intending a comic to be a movie adaptation, <laughs> we just literally did that. Yeah, it, it, it's, that's, it's, it's, that's been my problem reading Mark Miller stuff for the last like five oh, years, because they all just read like, this is a treatment for a movie. Yeah. Know? Which yeah. is fine, but he did one that was, uh, I think it was called Super Crooks, which mm-hmm. was literally, if you pitched... Hey, it's do Avengers meets Ocean Eleven. That's exactly what that book was. Like one hundred percent. It's great. It feeds into all of my like current fears. It's I love it when a modern superhero thing because they're not superheroes, just hyper trained agents. It's mm-hmm. it's like if there's a team of James Bond, a, a team of Avengers made up of James Bonds, mm-hmm. and the movie's rated R. That's yeah. what that's what it is, and it's fucking awesome. And a great scene, like Sam L. Jackson. It is a hard R, too. Has, it's a totally hard R. Has Which a, I was surprising. <laughs> Sam Jackson plays a, uh, against his type, I would say, plays a kind of a, a, a nebbish Mark Zuckerberg type character. Um, <laughs> and, and he's going up, and this is a super uncomfortable scene. He's this global figure who's capable of wide-sweeping changes, let's mm-hmm. just say, and he's meeting up with the Kingsman. He doesn't know who, the, who these people are who keep interrupting his evil Facebooky plans uh, but he thinks they're spies and this is a super uncomfortable situation you like spy movies Mr. DeVere nowadays they're all a little serious for my taste the old ones marvelous give me a far-fetched theatrical plot any day <laughs> the old Bond movies oh man oh, when I was a kid that was my dream job gentleman spy I always felt the old Bond films were only as good as the villain. <laughs> as a child, I rather fancied a future as a colorful megalomaniac. This is a fucking... It, mm. I, I, I emphasize that as movie's... someone who's, who's seen the movie, but it's a really great scene as they both come out to one another as who they are. Samuel uh, Jackson channeling Mike Tyson there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had heard it described as weaponized British. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty fair from the one that I saw. I need to... I, all right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. It's actually worth... I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's excellent. And like when I was showing Grimm that clip, it was 
you got I was, hit, I was actually shocked. You got hit with Taylor the same thing this? I did. That yeah. like I, I thought didn't, this was going to be garbage. I didn't know like, this was rated R. Didn't yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were really going for the like trailer a trailer is not indicative of what no. It is. It's, it's like this young shav kid from England is going to become James Bond, and it's like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you don't like Harry Potter? I'm a superhero. I'm, I'm a crime fighter. J five. Um. I don't know. Bet somebody else is best at 2015. Let me hear something. Uh, what are you looking for? Movies? Anything. Oh, well, are we, do we want to transition into the big one? Yeah, f- yeah. for sure. Mad Max. Here yeah. Mad Max. Yeah. The only clip I have of that. See if we can... Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! <laughs> so good. So mm-hmm. fantastically, amazingly good. Yeah, I, like... I need to watch it a third time. Uh, I, I, wow. There was the scene in the movie where they're blasting motorcyclists flying over them over with a the shotgun yeah, yeah. and it's like I, I feel like I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack this movie <laughs> is fucking great I feel so old this is moving me so much I felt that way too the the, the build they have been working on this film for such a long mm-hmm. time I remember two years ago at E3 mm-hmm. I got to see the demo for the Mad Max video game mm-hmm. and I thought well it's cool they're making a video game since there's never going to be a movie and then somebody said yeah. like no there's a Tom Hardy movie it's like yeah, right. Like, George Miller will ever, ever finish that. It'll right, probably right. be garbage anyway. Yeah. Right. And because George Miller's an old man and he's trying to but make a Mad Max film in the studio it, system. It like, defies no the expectations of everything. Way, right? Of it's everything. Like, it took way too long, which means it's trash. It's yeah. by a guy trying to relive his glory days. It's going to be trash. Mm-hmm. And it's just all these things. We're like, nope, nope, nope. And, we and got, it's like, oh, wait, here it is. It's we got an episode great. somewhere about reboots and, like, this is not a reboot. Mm-hmm. Like... It, it, no, it can it's be. It's within the universe. It's like planet. It's like uh, it was like Dawn or Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Like yeah, it, it can act as a reboot, but it follows the same continuity as the timeline as the normal movies. My one grump was the the sort of callback to the other movies with the like yeah. one point five speed shots at the beginning where everyone's like, but like the iconic car gets destroyed immediately. Immediately, I love how it starts out. It's like cool monologue, get your ass kicked and imprisoned. Like yes. Max well, is such a sad sack. It's that's great. one of yeah. That was something I said about Max before I saw the film, yeah. which is like one of the tenets of him is that he gets his ass kicked yeah. and then he gets revenge. He's like a version of what's his face from Big Trouble in Little China. Which yes, might go Jack Burton. Jack Burton. Yeah. He's Jack Burton. He's just this guy that exists and he's the name and face of the thing, <laughs> but he does nothing. Like well, I mean, but, he does a little in this. Well, but. that's the thing. Mad Max is the Road Warrior is a badass. Like Jack yeah. Burton is a badass, but he. He fails at everything. He might just be all bravado. Yes, but, yeah, yeah. But Max is like, no, I can kick most people's ass, but my knee also sucks. And if you shoot me enough times, I'm not, I'm not Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not, I'm not. He's not. Uh, also, these John McClane keep yelling at me. Yeah, he's not John McClane, and he also his other problem is that he he is the ultimate survivor. And there's a good argument to be made, even in this movie, that like. Caring is his biggest weakness. Mm. Like it fucks him so many times. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, well, I could just protect myself, but uh, these four guys at this gas town. I'm going to be a good own. dude to my detriment, basically. And it's one of the tenets. It's is one of the only tenets of Mad Max is that he's kind of like I don't give a shit throughout most of the movie, and then has to find his heart. And it's great and too because like exhales like, <sighs> yeah. And he's always second fiddle to a Furiosa in the whole movie too, mm-hmm. which is great too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, no, a no. shot where he's like trying to fucking snipe that guy, and he misses. And the MRA just, like, side I'm a member of doesn't seem to like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but she it doesn't matter. It's just like she's a fucking badass. He's a badass. And yeah. It's like she has more like charisma too because he's she like does. he's a grunting man ape. Like he, the whole movie is like. <laughs> No, he, he doesn't like he doesn't say almost anything. Yeah. Ever. He says barely anything 
his face is obscured for like almost half yeah. the film because yeah. they're the baiting film. him. Yeah, and, and, and for me, like in in terms of growing up in the wonder of cinema, like I was in love with Spielberg. Let's just say yeah. Spielberg and Lucas. Like I could watch Star Wars, The Goonies, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark over and over again, equally to TV playing a behind the scenes feature of them. And I think I made I actually had a dumb stand up set about like the idea of the world losing its mind when they saw J.J. Abrams' Star Wars set uh-huh. because we had three Star Wars movies in the last three decades. Right. None of them had behind-the-scenes shots because none of them were... In, like, none of that was interesting. There were just no, people on green screen. There are no scenes to be behind. Here's Jake Lloyd in front of a green screen. There'll be a movie behind him eventually. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> when a guy you wearing... say the words Jake Lloyd, I immediately, like, get... <laughs> here's, here's Ewan McGregor holding, holding half of a stick. It'll be something eventually. Mm-hmm. And, all the natural effects in Mad Max and that they all seem natural anyway. I, I worry as I get older I'll care less about films, but the amount I will click on any behind the scenes Mad Max Fury Road yeah. thing and watch the shit out of that. Like even you see the thing about the editing of it? Yeah. Like yeah. how everything is, is done to be Centered, center frame. Yeah. Everything is center frame, so like you don't have to think for a second where the action is. Yep. It's, Did you see a thing at the V eight thing too? No. Like, like the, the, the drink? The War of Boys, when they do that like thing, it's supposed to be the V eight, the shape of the engine. Like, is it the really? Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> fucking like, the yeah. fucking doof warrior that like everybody <laughs> has and like and, yeah, and yeah. when I, I project that shit like the new Star Wars films are a good example. Uh, the old Star Wars films were so good. Everybody got more invested in the universe that George Lucas may or may not have had in his head. And reading more about its universe. Mad Max doesn't beat you over the head. It, it's not the lore bukkake right. that the new Star Wars are. This is the Senate member of this place. <laughs> yes, Who yes. gives a fuck? Nobody Who gives gives a fuck? Actually, millions of people earn the fuck. Right. But, but, but like, you have to earn the right for me to give a fuck about that. And, yeah, learn, and like, that's true. Mad Max is like the only movie I've seen about that. They don't tell you anything about yeah. anybody. That's sci-fi problems in general. Right? Yeah, like, I need to build this world like J.R.R. Tolkien. No, you don't. It, but like the build fact something that, that matters first and then flesh it. All of it was there in Miller's head, and if you want to yeah. know, you can ask him. Mm. And like, and it's, it'll probably be written down somewhere. Like, well, what's that's... the hierarchy of that water town? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there is no, one. No. All those people have names. It's There's all options. obvious yeah. to see. Like, mm-hmm. you can see the hierarchy right there. But also that the. Um, but why uh, are there a bunch of like fat women? queued up to like lactating milk. cows mother's milk. it's yeah. fucking yeah, great milk. Yeah. Oh, it's like such yeah. a great scene never harped upon nobody talks about the politics of it and we can all go research that shit to our hearts when content. did baby warboys graduate from <laughs> turning cranks to like shooting people right. how do you become a warboy how are you one of the sad sack dirt people at the bottom of the mountain you know? <laughs> yeah I know and, and also the in, in terms of also it, as, as somebody who's accused of wanting to fuck cars this movie <laughs> this is the movie that fucks cars oh, the right? way he explained like what the cars meant that they were all Fused together pieces, small pieces of beauty that they could find in this ravaged wasteland. So good. Hmm. And like all these, Dude, like the main guy's car, like um, what's his name, Erectus? Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. Morden. Yeah, Morden. yeah, him. Like his Morden. car, it's two. I think like fifty six Cadillacs mm-hmm. welded to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the double tail fins on this muscle. Yeah. It's like the cars in the movie are so fucking cool. They're all just like all this subtle like, shit that's implied, and like you're rewarded the more you go and look. And I don't think yeah. a lot of movies work like that anymore. No. Uh, well, that's also you talk about Star Wars mm-hmm. on the plus side, mm-hmm. like. That's what people loved. Just the Moss Eisley scene in the original in the original film, just to see all these characters yeah. with such rich backstories implied or same with the lineup of um, of uh, bounty hunters yeah. in Empire. Mm-hmm. People that's why the expanded universe exists, because people were so interested yeah. in all these other characters. They're like, what do they do when they're not hanging around I, Darth Vader? I have to tell the story. Yeah. Like, We've seen a ton of 
laudable sci-fi movies, but I don't remember my Facebook feed clogged with like, did you know this about that character? This character mm-hmm. has a backstory. These have these all, all everything here on screen has a reason to exist. Guys, right. did you know that guitar really shot fire? <laughs> it did. Wow. I du- read that on his name is the well. Doof Warrior. Uh, That's crazy. Well, and that like Max's best, like his most badass violence moment, it happens off screen. He just shows up with blood on him, and they're like. You're bleeding. It's not his blood. Right. Oh, my God. It's so cool. And this movie, too, it did one thing that I think is very mm-hmm. rare, where it's like, you know, I'm a sarcastic, you know, uh, skeptical kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to get involved in, like, entertainment in a, mm-hmm. like, completely one-on-one visceral sure. way where it's like you have penetrated the armor and now there's, like, you're the puppet master in my chest that's making me go, oh, oh, no. And it's like, this movie does that. And, like, you know, it's the same thing that kind of anime does. Like, I, what's it called? Like, Gurren Lagann was another one. At the end of that, no. it's just like, if you can't like that, you're just immediately, like... This and Pacific Rim and, I like, think Speed Racer remake for me was another one where it was just, like, it's, all it's the a, childhood wonder just washes over a you. Yearning, just like, you can't help but A yearning it. for sincere affection is what I find myself yeah. seeking when I go watch things. And, like, I... Some I that, was, like, biting my knuckles. Yeah. And I watched the movie. Who the fuck does that? I can't... I don't watch any movie where I do. I'll watch some serious movie. Like, mm, yeah, it's like, I'm emotionally like, <laughs> invested in Marvel movies and them doing well and how they present the characters. But it's, like, it's still operates in a t- detached area. Right. Where Mad Max, there's like no detachment. This is a fucking... It's, this is a, all chase. It doesn't let you stop to think about yes. things that you're like watching a movie. It's just like, go, 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 go. Even when they stop to talk, you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then it's like, on again. Well, even in like the Michael... In the Michael Bay school of action films, you keep the camera moving constantly and you're like, don't give him a second to get context. But that is right. not how George Miller works. Like, there were so many times in the film where the, it was still action-packed, but the camera would pull back to say, here's where everything is. You know geographically yeah. where this car, this car's closer yeah. than this car. They're getting closer. They're farther away. Yeah. And apparently it's, there's like hundreds of hours of footage, too. Like I would think so. Yeah, I would after think, five years? Yeah, well, and... Well, I just, I remember, this movie's been talked about forever, and it's like... I don't want to see. I, like I watched Beyond Thunderdome last year. Like there's no reason for this, well, this 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 movie franchise to keep going on. And I do also love uh, because I haven't done a lot of great stuff with my life yet. Mm-hmm. And you know your Orson Welles fear of like everything's over at 25. You're never right. creative again. And like and I would argue Scorsese is doing some fucking crazy work for a 70 year old. I know a bunch of uh, the liberal media wants to put a bunch of shit on uh, Wolf of Wall Street. For how it might, for for how it hypothetically might act, make douchebags act. Who cares about douchebags? That's a fucking great. Sucks. It's a you, great. You work with those douchebags. It's a great film, but it's also I not. It's said. not the product of what a seventy-year-old. It's year old, over long and it's corny and it's bad. And I think it's it's hilarious. It is a hilarious film. I hate that movie. Have you watched it more than once? Yes, I watched it. Twice. Watch it as, a, as someone who hates those characters and wants to see bad things happen to him. It is sure. a very rewarding film. I think you got a real fucking problem, Jordan. Yeah, you're gonna be. Like, it, like, that I mean, I, dude, his, it's probably his best role ever. Like, yeah, I would argue that that's the DiCaprio? best DiCaprio's ever done. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's for amazing. him to be like a favored son who happily yeah. like rips people off. Yeah. Like, I'm mm. like, yeah, this is perfect for your your aura. Is you like to fuck people over? And he's 100 percent in that. Like everything yeah. he does is amazing. But then yeah. it's just like I don't know. As a whole, I don't think it works. I think but I think that it does. wasn't 2015. But it's guys. but it's yeah. also let's not do this year's entourage. But <laughs> but it's also the idea that like George Miller had this in his heart and in his head at 70 years old. Yeah. Like that was like this right. movie lives and fails by his ideas and his vision and the fact that he's 70 so gives a, this much of a fuck well, after got... directing Happy Feet. How do you direct a computer animated movie anyway? Well, he just kind of and rules. So he can do this. Yes. He, you know, 
he kind of, in the way I think that Peter Jackson rules New Zealand, I think he rules Australia. He's like, I make the films of Australia. And mm. and he was doing it before Peter Jackson, mm. and he's still doing it. And, well, that's New Zealand, isn't and it? And he also had a hand. Constantly corrected on this, Hank. No, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm Gotta saying. I said Jackson is. You're all like, white occupiers. I relax. said, like Peter Jackson in New Zealand, he's doing it in Australia. Miller's doing it in Australia. Who's the Animal Kingdom guy? Animal. Oh, that oh, movie's fucking great. It's great. The other Australian film. Yeah. So let me say this Sorry. also yeah. about George Miller and that film, too, is that, and I got this from talking with mm-hmm. uh, friends of ours who are women, like... Uh, Ew! Like Carolyn and uh, yeah. your, your significant other, Chris. Yeah, she, she did and Fury Road. All these, all these ladies loved it, mm-hmm. and I think partially it's because, like... It's it has feminist themes to it. Is it a feminist film? Is that the question? Is the film feminist? Blah blah blah. But never I would that. say it talks about like literally toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like they they inhale they 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 inhale paint fumes. <laughs> oh, that yeah. is literally that they I, have and they okay, ha- and, and they have tumors from toxic masculinity mm-hmm. that they are being taught from the children childhood. Yeah. That is a message. That is not that can't not be a message. And also. Right. I would say there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about how rape is depicted in storytelling these days, uh-huh. and in they broached the topic very well in Mad Max. You know those girls have been ab- abused. Mm-hmm. They come from a history of abuse, and they have all this, and you never have to see it. You mm-hmm. never they don't like they it can be told without showing it and and getting into all that. It, Maybe they, we'll get yeah. into that subject a little later to the mm-hmm. show. I don't know if it. I, the best thing, the best thing to come out of Mad Max, period, are the Amazon's reviews for Wilson's color, uh, silver colored <laughs> mist. Oh, yes. So yes, there's a fucking so, cake yeah. topping where you spray silver on, and everybody's like, this could be the chrome shit you spray on your face before you die in Fury Road. And the reviews on it read, so shiny, so chrome. Oh, what a spray! What a lovely spray! Very good. Uh, five stars from Chris Burns. Uh, Immortan Joe will witness me for finding this spray on sale for certain. <laughs> Five stars from uh, Richard Breckner. I live, I die, I live again. Um, uh, I had um. Bartle says, "Glorious, witness me." And <laughs> my uh, absolute favorite. Three stars. Uh, mediocre review by Immortan Joe. One of my water boys used this product three times and has not awaited in Valhalla. Fire beware. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. There was, um, everyone knows the uh, Splatoon drawings that everyone's doing on Meverse or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone had a good one where it's a picture of that guy, the uh, the kid, mm-hmm. and it's just, um... Oh, shit, like with a bunch of orange paint on his face? He just, it's a drawing, <laughs> it's like a black and white antenna drawing, but he has like, oh, got you know, it. the Splatoon, like, mm-hmm. Hamburglar mask thing, <laughs> and it's just him saying, you know, I squid, I die, I squid again. <laughs> uh, how about you that? You love Splatoon. Let's go to yeah. break, and we'll come yeah. back, and we'll talk about our favorite video games of the year. Cool. Hey everybody, welcome to the Laser Time Break. This is usually where we plug stuff, and most people skip it, but I encourage you not to. Uh, I hope you're enjoying our best of uh, 2015 so far. I wanted 
we wanted to have a reason to talk about like Mad Max and stuff. People always ask us about that, but we do too many evergreen shows. But I thought it'd be nice to sit down and talk to everybody about the stuff they've been enjoying. If you want to buy any of that stuff, I encourage you to go to lasertimepodcast.com and look at this podcast page, and there will be links to buy all this stuff uh, through our Amazon, and that will help us out. It costs you nothing. You'll save you'll save money, get the lowest price generally on the internet, and pick up some of the best stuff that we recommended. Man, I cannot wait for Venture Brothers. I hope that happens this year. But yeah, also on lasertimepodcast.com this week, Dave, late in, the, late in the hour, put up an article about um, the fighters from Bloodsport ranked. I love it when Dave does his ranked things. He did it for the 22 short films about Springfield. Henry's got a new episode of Cape Crisis up there, and um, we had a violent week last week on lasertimepodcast.com because in honor of the awful awful game hatred which we streamed uh banned from twitch so we streamed it on our youtube channel and just to sweeten the horror a little bit we punctuated it at the end with a little muppet party cruise that's right we streamed that game for the first time it's terrible um (laughs) we have plenty of other videos over there um i uh, reddit seemed to catch hold of our tomorrowland a couple of our tomorrowland videos thank you reddit uh thank you greedy or whoever posted that over there it's nice to see uh, our videos be viewed by people. It doesn't happen that often. Uh, but this week we'll be streaming at 3 o'clock on Tuesday, Jurassic World. Uh, maybe the Lego, the Lego Jurassic World, I think, is what we're streaming. I forget exactly what Dave has, uh, but he's reviewing it for IGN, I think. I shouldn't speak for him, but he probably has a new episode. Of, he definitely has a new episode of Cheap Popcast, the wrestling show, up last week. You should check that out. New episode of Cape Crisis up this week, of course. New episode of Video Game Apocalypse, and that'll lead us into E3. Well, we're take we'll maybe take a little bit of a break because none of you seem to pay attention to our show during E3 and after that is our Patreon and I would like to hear from you guys what would you like to see from a Patreon obviously we have some ideas we're trying to flesh out but um, we want to see what what would you guys be willing to pay a modest amount for I can't imagine we'll restrict any of the current content uh, that we put up for you guys but maybe some extra stuff let me know what that is and um, I don't know let, let us know stuff you can pay for I, there's the idea here is to get is to keep everybody a little paid so they don't have to go look for other work. We really like what we do, but there's not a lot of people who want to pay for that shit anymore. And I like the idea of working for ourselves and doing whatever we want. So what is it? More video game content? More video content in general? Less video content? More editorial? I don't know. Uh, but you want more podcasts? It's important to let us know because um, you guys have been the main supporters of us. We're not, we don't have a lot of ads and... Uh, we don't have a lot. We don't have venture capital behind us, and we don't. We don't have any crowdfunding as of yet. But we hope to a little bit. It's kind of make or break hour. Let us know. LaserTimePodcast.com. I'm going to end the plugs right here. Players of time. Second segment. What had happened was, I was outside, talking about time with my grandson, when I didn't know where, 400 police vehicles came walking. They went busting up in that weird old white dude's house. He had a boat up in there. White dudes hold the record for creepy crimes, but females are strong as hell. Unbreakable. I like the, the 
PS Plus shit is amazing. It's anything that's yeah. worthwhile you get for free. Yep. The Vita's a dead, better... Did you hear that, right? Like, huh? the Vita's dead. As long no, as these JRPG publishers I mean, it's only exist. third-party stuff. Oh, yeah. Sony is done with it. But it shouldn't... Right. It, it, Sony makes sure to have cross-published things on it, which is at least smart. But the, the Vita shouldn't be a separate platform. It should be extension of my PS4. You should consider PSN your platform from here on out. It's not a PS4, and it's not a PlayStation Vita, and, that, and I'll buy this $300 controller because it's fucking awesome. I mean, now you could get it for like 120 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, Jesus. Just, just, uh, I wanted to give you guys a quick list of 2015 movies while we're talking. <laughs> sure, we're, sure, we're on mic. We're recording now. Oh, shit, we are. Uh, yeah. Tomorrowland, Jupiter Ascending, yeah. Chappie, uh, Insurgent. Anyway. Chappie <laughs> was okay. I want yes, I want to talk to you more at a later date about Chappie, David. I haven't seen Furious Seven. No, um, we were talking about cars. Let's but we're coming in. We're coming. We'll talk about games in a second. We're but okay, who <laughs> who did who teared up that song at the end of? I Furious think that 7? movie has skated a long time by just so not caring about being art or being like yeah. like a good movie that Hollywood will recognize. And where the fuck does it get off doing the best heartfelt tribute to a fallen person? <laughs> I know. I think it, I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about other situations where, like, somebody involved in that big a franchise dies in the middle of it. But, well, it like, wouldn't have been acknowledged in a movie. We live in yeah. an era now where it would be. Like, yeah, well, but no, that's James true. James Dean died, what, on Big or whatever? Uh, whatever. Giant. Giant. <laughs> big. <laughs> you almost had it. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks was dancing on a xylophone, and then James Dean popped off. In Texas. Poor he James did taps Dean. on the uh, on the big piano. <laughs> but no, the, yeah, it was just a cornball thing. Well, yeah, like in, say, Street Fighter, the movie, they just had the usual, or same with Heath Ledger, mm. they just have a thing in the end, like, in memoriam. In memoriam. Yeah. But uh, in how this... would they get, how would they do that in Street Fighter the movie? It's uh, got to like look over at Bison yeah. and like nod. I will remember <laughs> yeah, but instead you're getting I to see. I didn't need to get times. paid. Your company was enough. <laughs> Slow shots of Bison dollars and Raul Julia turning around. <laughs> well, even that song, <laughs> Pave song... Paradise, and put up a parking lot. That that song at the end. Honestly, removed from the emotion of it, mm-hmm. like it would be a corny song. It doesn't make totally. any sense. It's a piano rap combo song, which are so like dying. Totally, it's the shot, like, the yeah. shot of the off ramp. And he's in the white super to heaven. I mean, <laughs> it's completely like to know that and not know that Paul Walker died during the filming of that movie is going to be like that's really bad. Yeah, like, well, I just nobody can't know that. Not. I guess. But. I guess not. I, yeah. I imagine. I, I love imagining people watching Furious Seven thirty years from now and, and knowing that like. Watch how they celebrate this guy dying. Yeah. yeah, like as long as you know that the scene will it's, make yeah. will will work for you. But then they had awesome, just like and the, well, the Vin Diesel. He he, he recap. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. And mm-hmm. It makes him like the scene is fucking crazy. Should not exist in a movie, but is great. Yeah, because he, he basically goes back on everything he's ever said. Yeah, I, I don't live like that anymore. I now yeah. know what's more important. Um, good people change right now and I saw man our friend like I was tearing up I think you were too Graham we were sitting Mm -hmm. next to each other and like Carolyn was just wiping like the tears from her eyes like she was just like oh me and the dude beside me were like doing the manly like (laughs) he felt the tears in your eyes and and like I was sitting like awkwardly rubbing my eyes and the guy beside me looked at me to see that I was doing the same and he was like yeah <laughs> I, 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 I had to talk express our emotions this is I, how we do it bro this was the guy that when the movie started he said welcome to the Xander zone and I was I, like my <laughs> man <laughs> I had to talk the same way on on the bus in middle school when I had to talk my way out of having erections so I could leave the bus without embarrassing myself that's what I had to do during the Paul Walker scene Mega Man music baseball think <laughs> of something soon. else too think soon of something junior. else <laughs> uh. Uh, I, I, 
you you said I wrote a long thing about Fast and Furious, and it was based on something you said to me about some of your former coworkers that like we're all like fuck yeah Fast and Furious Seven is coming out can't wait and you said you, some of your coworkers like ew that franchise and you're like I feel bad for you <laughs> I yeah. feel I feel bad for you. you you like I understand why you'd think there's that no about, reason not to like it yeah yeah like I, it, it is per, movie making at its best. Uh, but like popcorn movie making at its best. It's also like populist, right? Like yeah. it catches its net far and wide for as many people that can be interested as possible. But it's like, dude, it's not pandering. It's just here's the same kind of like lower working class schlubby characters you've known since the first one, except they're now technically James yes. Bond level. And I can't yeah. tell you, how, like, in my opinion, which one do you start with? Five. Never watch the first four. They're all boring as fuck, and they're all, they're all products of their time and stuff like that. And it somehow came into itself. When he turns these people into spies who use cars instead of guns. <laughs> well, there's just a lot you of plot the contrivances. Yeah. No, 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 you'll be rewarded for that. But that's the mm. kind of thing like a, a bigger movie would release as a comic book. Sure. Here's where they came from. Here's them burning rice The burners. only one you don't need is four. Four is terrible. But four is like how they get back together. But it's a prequel to everything, it's right? It's terrible. And yeah, it's all terrible. CG and it lacks all the cool practical effects that are in the other movies. I do think you won't get all the little asides that just have funny things like oh remember this thing we did or remember it's weird because like, I don't even think about the character building because I'm so familiar with Letty Dom you won't know how Letty gets Brian gets, Earl Spilner who, who dies a in a killer. fucking in an inner LA car accident and is like adopted as a spy under amnesia she dies in four right? <laughs> no yeah, for yeah. no reason yeah for no reason none no, of it makes terrible. It is, it, it's so proudly like just doesn't give a fuck about also, that also let us not l- forget that Lucas Black looks like he aged 45 <laughs> years why, why did they put a scene in from the original movie right before they introduced us to it? and you can see the quality of the film stock drop like yes. about ten times yes. where it's like, yes. yep, here like they are this is shot on film and here we are in a red yep. this guy's clearly father of two rocking a huge dad bod <laughs> yeah honestly why even include him why advertise that he's going to be in because the movie I, I don't know I think just to have everybody one, right? is he uh. it thinks everybody's important and it's doing exactly what I predicted it would do uh, what I wanted it to do because where's a really hard place to shoot a car chase fucking New York nobody can afford that dude they filmed Shh. car chases in Tokyo I know, but like, what was the last, last good car chase you've seen in New York? New York City. In New York City? It's, it's I mean, been, it shuts it down been, those streets. Is it has been impossible. like 10 years since they have filmed a good car what chase about in New York. every movie where they just CG New York and destroy it? Like <laughs> That's true. Well, no, they did. Yeah, in, Vancouver. Like they, <laughs> they did do it in Born Ultimatum, but yeah. they, the, they filmed around it and they sped it up, but the rule was they couldn't go over like 35 miles sure. an hour. 16 blocks. There you go. 16, oh, 16 blocks? All right. All right. All right. Again, guarantee you it's Vancouver. Like, Almost it's probably yeah. Vancouver, but I think, but like the last movie, someone's like, "Will this make enter into the top movies of all time?" Like, no fucking, it made like over a billion dollars. It's the entered into the top ten like movies of all time. But what I also love about it is that it doesn't. It likes to be the crossover. It's the Avengers of action films yeah. in that they just pull together every movie action star there is, yeah. and the, just it's keeps getting bigger, but not as douchey. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's expendables, but not a celebration of like. We're not that old. We're not old. We're still there. young. We still got it. We're still cool. <laughs> My dick still works. <laughs> it's still <laughs> airborne. It's still good. Yeah. Uh, but it says it's like now we've got Jason Statham. Now we've got Tony Jaa. Now Kurt Russell. Now Ronda Rousey. I did yeah. not recognize that as Tony Jaa until yeah. I saw yeah. Credits, yeah, you can't like, recognize him at all. Wow, look at those tattoos. Because mm. I think the idea is he owes Triad guys lots and lots of money or some <laughs> shit. No. I heard something about that where he was basically that's why he went on that monk thing. I believe that. He avenged Big Show throwing an elephant through a plate glass window. (laughs) No, actually actually it was Nathan Jones who was also the uh, one of the sons of a Morton. Uh, yeah, he was Erectus. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, he was the son. I had a brother. <laughs> I had a brother. 
Uh, fuck it. That does remind me of uh, one of my best of 2015. And it's Jupiter Ascendant. No, I, well, I haven't seen it yet. And I'm, I'm, oh, wow. Really? The, yeah, the, yeah. the Wachowski siblings. Huh? See what I did there? I'm catching up. Just uh, be the Wachowski. Uh, well, sorry. Yes, fine. Jesus. I was getting called out for Colin Kate. But then you're, then you're a friend of the entire Wachowski family. Like, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> the parents? But their, their well, new show is on Netflix. No. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, Sensei. I can't imagine it's not terrible. I've not heard good things. Um, I wasn't even aware this was happening. I haven't seen Jupiter Ascending. Uh, but it's bad. It's real it has bad. I've heard it's great in a bad way. It's it's not. It's it's one of those movies that toes the line where it's like it's too confidently made to be like mm-hmm. bad good because the Wachowskis are incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. But it is like here is just a mishmash of like YA like young adult like fiction mythology oh. and like, bad sci fi and good special effects. But I've heard it's had a really surprising like women like lady geeks are big fans of it and they will say like. Well, you guys like your dumb Star Wars things. Yeah, this is stupid also, but it's just pointed more at women than men. Well, like, I don't know, because what's-her-face is completely... Mila. Under- she's a fucking... She's a burlap sack filled with, like, potatoes that gets dragged <laughs> around by the men that are making the plot happen. Like, it is flagrant in that way, because she's just like, I can't really do anything. So she just had conversations with the big bads, and then she just gets literally dragged around by flying, like, jet-set radio werewolf vampire... <laughs> That guy, what's his name? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, yes, who has the worst prosthetic ears and makeup I've seen in the history of time. Well, also, he's an angel, and he had his rings whipped off. As a, so. fan, of, as a fan of Cloud Atlas, I think I'm prepared to like Jupiter. Cloud Atlas Indeed. is a lot better because it's more ambitious. Mm-hmm. It's bad and mm-hmm. shits the bed real hard. But it definitely, this movie does not. I love seeing Cloud Atlas fall yeah. on its face. Like, Dude, that's one it was great. Cloud Atlas, it. I remember vividly still, which says a no, lot. Like, I, it's not a good movie, it, but I'm like, ah. As a fan of Cloud Atlas, you might like Sense8, because uh, the, the one oh, yeah. robot that kills... Uh, I forget. Yeah, I forgot like, most of what There's a couple of Cloud Atlas <laughs> yeah. carryovers. But the, the, yeah, what I was Asian getting to, because uh, Jason Statham was cast in... Uh, Furious Seven. Yeah, maybe we'll be back. And he was he, he's dead. Everybody, right? cut, no, he's in jail. He's in jail. Remember yeah. the Rock says to him, "If you're able to da- dig yourself out of here, I'll be right there to kill you." Clearly, yeah. Kurt <laughs> Russell is gonna come back in the next one, and that is everyone so comes to me. back. That's what I love that the, the not cast Paul Walker bigger, except Tego Calderon and Don Omar, who were hilarious, and I'm yeah. so mad they're not. Mudflapping skids, yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, um, the <laughs> reggaeton stars are very famous <laughs> yeah. in Latin America. I was segueing that into uh, there. It's rumored that Jason Statham is cast is, is being cast as Bullseye in the next season of Daredevil. I've heard uh, that. Oh, okay, and so like I'm a huge Avengers fan, and I'm not. I was not let down by Age of Ultron, in mm-hmm. my opinion, but it it didn't. It doesn't hold a spot for me on the best of 2015 list. Daredevil does. You don't have to yeah. be a Marvel fan to like Daredevil. Daredevil. My totally favorite does. part about Daredevil is Foggy Nelson. It's it's so great. Little kid from the Mighty I think Ducks. Daredevil is too gritty and irritating. I'm like, just stop. Does just he like, ever use his knuckle break. puck? Isn't that his superpower? <laughs> I know that's Keenan. That's Keenan. It's also too dark. I watched that show with my laptop with my. You mean li- no? I had I couldn't I watch it on my TV. can't see it on my fucking screen because it is too dark. Uh, it looks a little better are, on my iPad. The darks right are, the screen will help you. The darks are too dark on my TV. So easy, easy. It's too. It's like lit poorly. It's yeah. I'm sorry. I get it, but it's good. It's above average. I wouldn't say it's good. I'd say it's. Above I average. liked it quite a good deal. This yeah. is. I do I'm have only three episodes in, so I'm still. Fighting I do have my favorite foggy scene. Uh, we played this on Cape Crisis, but I fucking love. I, he made. He started out to me super grating. Like I hated him being the grounding character. And hates him, but I was like, no, he's good. He's like and, the one ray of sunshine in this Christ awful world, which is accurate to the comic too. Like, <laughs> he's the fun well, counterpart he, to Matt Murdock. To ground, sullen, he's got to ground Matt Murdock. Landman and Zach. Lemon and motherfucking Zach, man. <laughs> Sounds impressive. Are they looking to hire? Oh, you wouldn't be happy. We used to intern there. Oh, 
Right. And they offered us a job, a great job, which we turned down to go off and save the world. Now they hate us. We'll need to load for bear if we're going to take them on. I'll hit the precinct, check for complaints against Tully. I can't go to LNZ alone. They're going to shark attack me, Matt. Look at me. I'm delicious. <laughs> yeah. He's love so it. good. He's really yeah. good. Well, and you need a guy like that to undercut. The, well, what other TV shows? We talked about Community. We talked about uh, another Netflix favorite, uh, The Kimmy Unbreakable. Schmidt. Oh, Schmidt. oh yeah, boy, so that good. doesn't even feel like this year because mm-hmm. I just watched it. Was this year? Okay, Jesus. but I watched it so fast. I'm re- I rewatched Arrested Development recently, and I don't the, the, the certain. You can passively watch TV shows, and yeah. I, it, it's never been easier to passively watch a TV show when you have a phone in your hand connected to the internet and yeah. you're tweeting about said TV show, which is how I watch everything now. I hate myself. Uh, but, but Kimmy Schmidt and Arrested Development are that show like, watch. The more you watch, the more you pay attention to, the more you're going to be rewarded because they're like 16 meta jokes behind the real big joke. Yeah. And it, it, it's so good at I think that. I, I liked uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt more than Arrested Development Season 5. Because Season 5... F- whatever. <laughs> The last season. Before. It's, uh, I'm telling you, watch it again. You'll be rewarded. Most yeah, people haven't watched it again. I, I don't want... I like, the, I like that The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, sure. like, it started as a like, standard sitcom, just mm-hmm. was not picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works as a standard sitcom. Okay. Every episode is its own thing. I don't know how there that works, but NBC paid story. for that whole thing. Yeah. And, right. it, and now we all, like, we love this! And NBC's like, we canceled this and yeah. paid for it. <laughs> yeah, and it's already got a second season. It's already got a second like, season. As a person who missed 30 Rock... Like mm-hmm. it has that same like New York spirit yeah. and same, the same joke machine, same yeah. joke, yeah, same Which sense of humor. Like, uh, dude, Carol, so Carol pitch King. me on this, Dave. What, what's what's the what's well? The it stars uh, Ellie Kemper, who mm-hmm. is just like Great. one of my favorite. Your dream girl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's a it's a, like a fish out of water story, but it's literally about <laughs> yeah, a mole. Well, woman. It's about yeah, a mole woman who is stuck underground she for twenty gets a, years, absorbed into oh, okay. a cult. Who makes her stay under the cult member leader makes her stay underground for twenty years, and they okay. come out like in frocks, and she has no memory of anything that's happened since like nineteen ninety two. That's so harrowing. So they're they're filled with like blind melon and spin doctors references, yeah. and she's walking into like twenty fifteen. <laughs> it's fucking great. Well, like, but okay. and then. The heavyweight on the show is Titus. Like Titus yeah, is the so... best. He's this. Oh, O'Neal. So... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's this. He's this large black man, black gay man who lives with her. And Gotta he, be famous. And he just. He's a. TV? He's a failed Broadway star. <laughs> and, <laughs> and his just. Gay reaction, in the day is long. <laughs> and he is still like. Oh, what happened? <laughs> and his his best thing is the song Pinot Noir. Like Pinot, Pinot Noir. Though there's also this great storyline where he works at a theme restaurant in Times Square that's a horror restaurant, and he's a werewolf, and so he's wearing <laughs> werewolf makeup, and then he decides to wear it all the time because he sees that people treat him better as a werewolf than as a black man. <laughs> as a giant gay oh, black Jesus. man. Yeah. Uh, so his scene, and he also learns from Dean Norris how to camera, be it's, the best, it's my favorite line of television in 2015. I'm, you're live. What?! I want to start over. I want to be a baby. I want to be a baby. Then he falls over, his pants fall down, and he farts. It's like the greatest scene in television history. Well, I also it's... love this line with um, uh, their landlord, who she's really great, too. Carol Cade, man. Yeah. She's the shit. But he says, uh, I'm doing a song called Pinot Noir, an ode to black penis. <laughs> and then she says, then her response back is, <laughs> I gotta watch this. this you will, amazing. you will fucking love this show. Like okay. it is, it is such. I imagine being a terrible fighter 
because I like comedy. Sure. A terrible fighter and getting the ring and being pummeled by someone just for like... That's what every episode feels like with jokes. Like yeah. Matt Murdock's dad. No, like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Batlin <laughs> Matt Murdock. I mean, uh, this year, like, all of my favorite shows have been, like, women-focused comedy. Mm. It's that, Broad City's new season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... I'm, I, I hate not counting that in 2015, but... Was it? Wait. Well, it is. New, new season two. is. Yeah. Right? I was just yeah. sort of talking about, about new stuff. Or, yeah. Uh, like, we knew oh. the second season of Broad well, City was going to be as good as the first. Yeah. Well, then I guess like, you can't count but, it. And that's, and that's one of the things... I, I love the way John Stewart expressed that to them that almost made them cry. Like, it's just... You present pure joy. I talked to you yeah. about that. I think my the best character in the history of anything is Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Ileana is Bugs Bunny, like just <laughs> kicking people in the ass and mm-hmm. like if she ha- if she had a she has a bong instead of a mallet. But, like, <laughs> but, but she just doesn't care about it. Yeah, she operates like, exactly like Bugs Bunny and only uh-huh. exists to create torment for other people. That show taught me nothing else is that coupons from Bed Bath & Beyond do not expire. <laughs> yeah. They don't expire. That's why, well, that's why I love Abby because I think Abby is like Daffy and then nothing goes <laughs> yes. good for her ever. Like, <laughs> she, she, got, she got to wow. peg her dream date. This is pretty good, guys. Oh, yeah. I actually like this. What I love that, it was a season one joke, but I did love the joke that she has the terrible date with this guy and in a regular show, I feel like in other shows they'd be like, oh yeah, it was a bad date and it ended, but then they're like, Oh no, she fucked up. Like she's like, yeah, I had sex with her. I'm like, sure, sure, why not? It gives faith to people like me who know my future is filled with bad dates. <laughs> Being the bad date. Uh, well, then Abby, yeah, and and Abby stuff with her roommate's boyfriend who's always there. Just yes. Gamberling, he's so great. Like I love him. <laughs> he's too. every gamer. If you self-identify yes. as a gamer, that's you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, you you are very <laughs> you are very much. Uh, oh, what's his name? Is there any no love for Better Call Saul? I haven't finished the season. I, I love I liked it. Behind. Yeah, I love the the initial ones, but it's still like it's just still an extension of something I already loved. It's not. Yeah. It feels like a spinoff, and it is. And when well, I hear the term spinoff, I'm like, eh. Well, I think I, I don't want to judge it too harshly and on I that love alone. What's his face? The guy from uh, Odenkirk? No, the other one. Oh, oh, oh Mike. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You know he's throwing us off. Yeah, yeah. God yeah, damn it! Yeah, um, but just the sprinkles of of Mike in that show. Like he yes. had one episode that was yeah. mostly about him. But like being he's able to not have, dirty. Yeah, <laughs> being able to see both of them more is a treat. Sad not to see him on. Community. Only thing I saw was where he grabs the guy's gun in the parking garage and he tries to shoot him and just takes it apart and beats him with it. Like, <laughs> Mike, you're a real tough guy. <laughs> yeah, I do love that about Mike. Well, this is another second season thing, but there was one episode in particular that mm. I really loved, which was uh. Twelve Angry Men. Inside I have Amy not Schumer. seen that yet. Such I've not a seen great episode. Yet. Like oh, I Amy love that Schumer show in general. Mm-hmm. Amy Schumer is pretty fucking funny. But yeah. yeah. The, the, have you You're, seen it? Yeah. Well, no, I haven't seen Twelve Angry Men. I saw Last Fuckable Day, which yeah. is, is great too. But. Yeah. Uh, this is like it's one episode dedicated to one skit, and the skit is a Twelve Angry, Angry Men parody where instead of debating a man's innocence, they're debating. Is Amy Schumer fuckable? <laughs> is and, she allowed? Should she be allowed on television in her fuckable state? And like, <laughs> it's, I've it's, heard all about it. Like, it she's pretty great. Like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I was just like, I remember watching this movie. What is it like? And I looked up the Wikipedia page as the show was happening, and it's like they follow the same beats, yeah. and it's amazing how they can translate yeah. it between the two things. I mean, Brett told me the most because he knows I love Twelve Angry Men. I love yeah. the movie. Yeah. I love the remake. Uh, I fucking love it. It's great. I have my little brother doing a middle school rendition of it that I watched. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go to the, the Brooklyn Dodgers game. I've got gotcha. a mustache painted on my face. <laughs> I'm 12 years old. That's what these blacks do. And if you, <laughs> and if you We've omitted that line from the play. None of you have seen And if you don't think women... I have yeah. seen it. It's been a long if time. If you don't think women are funny, good news. This, this episode is 
like entirely starred by men, and it's like it's also, twelve famous shit. If yeah. you think that, I, I, uh, yes, uh, but it's like it's got know, like a, a great cast in, for that episode. All right. honesty, like I've seen a bunch of good documentaries this year. I don't know what year. The only one I know for sure that was released this year was Going Clear. Oh yeah, it's a great documentary. But I haven't yeah. seen it. Another great one to. that no one I, I don't see a lot of people talking about is a documentary called Women Aren't Funny, um, directed by Bonnie McFarlane. Oh, I need to watch. It that. is so fucking funny, and like in it. I've never been able to articulate like women aren't funny. Like that's not that's there are not a lot of conditions to make a woman want to be funny in yeah. the universe <laughs> or to like live a life of a comedian. Like that's not a very. Con- it's hard to want to be a comedian anyway, but yeah, then it's it's a hard road. And then I I read this tweet from a comedian this time uh, recently who said like he'd been a comedian for twelve years, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he said that in his first year he got heckled all the time. But he has never had anybody in the audience say, "I'm going to rape you" or make a comment, or make a comment on his body. But he says that happens to every female comedian. Uh, yeah. like, it is, it is a pressure they're feeling. That I they think feel it's, more I think it's different, feel. more subtle, and happens constantly. Yeah. That, that, I think oh, that's, no, that's, that's, that's the nuclear element. But no, like, that, yeah, that's that's the same thing as talking about racism. Like racism is more than the N word. Yeah, like yeah. it's never as it's not as it's same with with sexism too. It's never yeah. that obvious. And my favorite thing because like I always get on you guys about yeah, yeah. you want you want to make points and stuff. And I hate like when, when it sounds like reiterating bullet points of like yeah I get it that that's bad. This movie is wall to wall constantly funny. Yeah, constantly where she's like like there's skits in between and they're talking to funny people and you get to see bits of stand up that right. have nothing to do with the topic. But it does accurate like it's called women aren't funny and it's. It addresses that topic the entire way through while being constantly amusing. Yeah, and, I and she shows her butt, and it's awesome. <laughs> I was so guilty because I remember. Uh, and if you know who Rich Voss is, it's like Ugh, her, it's her husband yeah. and and the what? and the cameraman. So like part what? of the movie is watching him fuck up setting up the camera. That's pretty and, funny. Like, fucking That's up pretty with the mic. Funny. It's, I, I always felt a little bad because I didn't realize until after the fact that mm-hmm. I really liked Sarah Silverman when I was younger because I was like, wow, she's really funny. She's also kind of pretty, but I bet she doesn't know she's pretty, and that makes her really cool. She... And it's like, <laughs> no, you dumb sack of shit. You're fucking evaluating her and being a garbage bag. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. See, I don't learn that stuff. I, I yeah, love her, and I don't go that way with her at all. Except that, like, I had a sex dream where I fucked her in her ass, <laughs> and, and 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 like, and now when I watch it. Things are awkward. She did nothing wrong. I've never like she's hard. She's I've never. That is all your problem. It, totally, <laughs> it is totally all my problem. But like all the other stuff you'd think would be my problem aren't. It's uh, like my. I also like she's the only girl in like the round table of dudes on Louis show mm-hmm. where it's like her and a bunch of other fucking you know. New York what? comedians who are all like, let me amend that. And it's like, it's so she, funny. Seeing she that, made like, me fuck her in the ass against my wishes. It's <laughs> a great that, dream. That's a, a great dream. Uh, <laughs> but the thing with the Sarah Silverman problem mm-hmm. to me is that guys like, say, Adam Carolla, who mm-hmm. say women aren't funny, yeah. or go on this whole diatribe, mm-hmm. the one they always bring up is like, well, I mean, Sarah Silverman is, but in that that just pissed me off, because like, well, she's one of the guys, and I guess she's cool, but all other women, like, that Sarah Silverman just becomes this exception that proves the rule thing, and yeah, that's, that is the last thing she wants to be. You, you I would also her? say, too, like, to transition into it, Louie. I thought this season of yeah. Louie pretty great i've watched not a as bit good as the it. previous ones but at the same time i was pretty into i've it. watched a bit of it on um you know, get your he, parents he, cable uh address they'll, they'll totally give yeah. it to you the funny thing about it is like it starts off and it's him acknowledging that he's you know he's talking to his like therapist mm-hmm. and the therapist falls asleep and he's like shit i'm a boring asshole and the whole <laughs> shit series that whole season is kind of about 
sort of him being a boring asshole. But there's that two part <laughs> series where it's him as a kid, mm-hmm. like smoking weed and like getting weed from fucking. That's, I think that was last. That's last. That's last, that's last year. Year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's last season. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. This so one was uh, him breaking up with Pamela. Yes. That's, yeah. That's it. Which is also a bit of a spoiler. But we're gonna I, get spoilery. I really like them. I think they're yeah. fucking pretty. Have you seen Lucky Louie? I have never if, if you watch, if you watch Lucky Louie, that relationship will be so much more rewarding for you to watch. Really? They've already played husband and wife, and like oh, you as really? a, you as a viewer think they should be together, yeah. and and she constantly has every reason like no, we no. don't like she says yeah. it's Bobby Hill. <laughs> well, no, it's really confusing. This, <laughs> no, and behind the scenes, he loves working with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of like his fat brother too. The, yes, yeah. he's pretty good. Like that Bob Kelly, where, where he gets arrested for trying to get a hand job in a massage parlor, and oh, Louis has to bring the entire. He's doing a sleepover night for his mm-hmm. daughter, so he has a room filled with like eight fucking twelve-year-old girls. So he has to bring all of them down to a jail cell in the York <laughs> Police Department yeah. to bail his brother out, <laughs> and he's leveraging them as like this loud, insane, chaotic force that nobody wants to do. It and it's Louis doesn't surprise because yeah. like I can't believe how wonderful that show is. It, is, somebody, it is one of the best things somebody, ever to be on TV. It's, some, well, it's just like, it, it goes counter to every, because there's like not a lot of continuity to it other than the Pamela shit. Like yeah. it's just like Little Visionettes and oh, gorgeous. I, What's up? I just remembered a show. What? Last Man on Earth. Oh no, that yes. show. Yeah. I love yeah, yeah, it. I turned yeah, yeah, yeah. on that show briefly in the middle and then came right back around. No, that show it is, is very yeah. good. It's really funny. It is such a great, and it is, I think it's made for binge watching too, like because each episode flows to the next, yeah. Yeah. and it's all about. I Will Forte is one of the best people to like have to have horrible things happen to. Yeah. His, yes. his reaction, yeah, like him being in yes. hell, and then the whole show starts with him like, "Yeah, I'm but the last man on earth, but I wish I had other people." And then when more people come, he's like. Oh, fuck! I hate these people. Like, <laughs> do we do we really like this guy? Like, yeah. come on, who is who is this guy? And then like, every, oh, his, his name is your name, and... dude. Like, that's a comedy. In the first, like, the pilot, the first uh-huh. half hour is him by himself. It's some of the best around, television I've ever gonna, seen. It's him. He's gonna kill himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's gonna drive his fucking truck into a rock and kill himself. And it's like that's the comedy setup. Like, my favorite part so is good. he's he's it's slowly getting into being the last man on earth. And he's watching Castaway. Like, who would talk to a ball? Yes, <laughs> and the whole rest of the season is him talking to balls. <laughs> I have to say, Castaway was right. Sorry, Tom Hanks. <laughs> I just love the kind yeah. of sort of face Southern way that yeah, Will Forte it, talks yeah. too. And and then on top of that, Kristen Shaw was awesome. She was like, just this thing that he dreams up. Oh, I have to just any woman. I'd love any woman. And then she shows up, and like in six hours, he's just sick of her. He's like, because she's well, like, uh, because she's like critical of him being a completely useless shit. Yeah, and she's it's like, like, you you've lived a. It is you can look at it from that way of being like a single man getting with a woman too. Of just yes. she, yeah. I definitely saw some of myself on that show. Of just yeah. Oh, I live a garbage life, and now somebody a new person has come into it. Just like. And now Look I have at this to... shit you live in, and you're like, right. "Oh like, shit!" But I, I'm gonna drink two forties and eat a fucking I... bag of Cheetos. But oh, when I'm in a relationship, I can't do that. <laughs> Even him it's cutting a hole in a diving way. board to take a shit in the pool—that is yeah. so good. It's so, mm-hmm. but it, and January like, Jones. Somebody crazy. had pointed out it didn't. It didn't all come down to the idea that Christian Shaw is less attractive than January Jones. Mm-hmm. She's. She is also geared to be a profoundly irritating character to anyone. <laughs> she is, but at the same time, she's not wrong, right? No, no, but she has those situations where she's not wrong, but the idea of, like, don't run a red light, that's yeah. a stop sign. You, you can't park here. This is a handicap There's nobody space. in the and universe. Like, Shut up! You're so fucking... But at the same You're time, so it's so like, irritating. But at the same time, that's the whole fucking thing that predicates how we live, right? Like, you do things because it's 
And you she change how you live when there's no one else around. Like to me, she doesn't. She's yeah. like, no, rules still exist. And he's like, no, they don't. But then, yeah, it's it's two extremes. He's the not rules. So he's shitting in a pool, like going through <laughs> a garbage pile, and she's you know drawing so, cute animals. On and that's, going to steal Jordan's jersey and a Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> that's one other thing too. I liked about the show the slow reveal of it. They they worked so hard on. You thinking this is only a show that star- stars Will Forte, yeah. and each episode ended with another surprise of like, no, this person's here too. This yeah. now this thing shows, but then up. they kind of reset. Like a lot of critics were, yeah, had mm-hmm. that thought like, oh, they added two more people, they added another person. I actually every time there was a new person, mm-hmm. it, like it did add a cool new wrinkle, like totally. the, him separating people. Like you can't like the the two uh, hot women, yeah. like Mary Steenburgen, and I forget the other one, but like. Separating them from everybody else, mm-hmm. trying to create a different community, a different world, uh, and a different name. Just so hilarious. Hey, but like, like cool end of the world scenarios. Yeah. It, I, I love that about it. And I, and I knew people who hated that Phil Miller was like he is a gross jerk. You no, know, like, Tyler Tyler backed out for a little while. He's just like he's just a terrible person. I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, he's I, like he's like your your yeah. id. Like every one of my male instincts is kind of horrible yeah. all the time. It's it's, well, it's how I beat said, them he back. Lived, he lived alone for three years yeah. or something, and and let his id just go crazy. And now that humans are back, he's like, what is being social? Yeah. Or, yeah. All I want is to have sex, please. Yeah. Like, I want to have whatever. sex with a hot girl and then set off fireworks with a guitar pedal and like and then eat an entire pie. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's like like a lot of what he's doing during the show is kind of cliche but it's Will Forte doing and Will Forte like trying to explain him himself out of situation is just like the most hilarious thing to me he never yes. comes up as like one of the better comedians but he is pretty great in all the things but he, he had a, what's it called Magruder movie it's Magruder great it's good way underrated like, like yeah. people need to watch that movie like when you see that people are talking about a sequel you'll know why just watch the fucking yeah, movie because so nobody good. did I loved when he he acts so tough up to uh, up to the like 20 minute point of the movie and then when all his sidekicks blow up he just goes oh no oh no oh no oh no <laughs> somebody call the somebody call the one one uh, just and then also he just starts going like I'll suck your dick man <laughs> in interviews he, he was he's like well the format of the show and then I'm like man I wish the show was still on but he was kind of adamant about no 22 episode seasons 13 episodes in a row period like it right. has to be streamable mm-hmm. they won't shoot the show any other way there can't be 22 episodes a season I, I don't know I'm I like, so glad it got really I like having a vision like that um, that may have been the Lego movie guys who are, well, yeah, because they, they worked with Forte for a long time. Mm-hmm. They worked with him on Clone High in the early 2000s. Uh, he was a writer for the longest time, like yeah. Will Forte. He wrote for Action. And that 70s show. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. And then he, he went was, to... And then decided to be... A, so he's not a stand-up, which is why we don't get more of him. Uh, he's a comedic actor. Um, and writer. And, and writer, and writer. Yeah. But that's why we don't... like Because I... Because when he came back on, it's like, I forgot how much I love Will Forte. Yeah. I feel like it's been like five years since I've seen him in anything mm-hmm. other than like the Tim and Eric movie. And even that might have been five <laughs> years ago. But also seeing Kristen Shaw be a regular on a mm-hmm. TV show, I was like, yeah, she's great. Like she's A regular a, like person in that voice. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> voice everywhere. By the way, Bob's Burger is still going great. Same, yeah. with, same with Gravity Falls. I love that. Is Grim going yeah, off to pee, right? We're going to talk about switch subjects. But yeah, well, uh, I'll fill. Phil. Phil. So I got great, this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Phil Miller is the character. Well, on the show. this isn't like this is not new for 2015. But the mm-hmm. fact that Hulu added all of Adult Swim, like, well, that's Network. They yeah. added uh, f- 
first season pickings for like everything. I well, no, no, no. They did that for Netflix on Hulu. It is five seasons of Adventure is Time. It really? Yeah. All five seasons of Adventure Brothers. Like not the most recent season, sure. but everything else, everything. Like, yeah. and that's how you can see the first thirty-six episodes of Steven Universe on there too. Which, which had, I did start watching. That the the season finale of Steven Universe that happened this year. One of my favorite things. Really? Ever. Like, yeah. You you got to build to it, Chris. I can't I can't tell you why it's great. Oh. There is a song in it that's incredible. Before yeah. we get to games, uh, like I had to think long and hard about this. As I've been reading uh, comics way out yes. of their their publishing day, my favorite comic of 2015. That you've been reading, that it, I've been that reading in 2015. 2015. Mine, oh mine. What is it? Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. That's oh. number one for me. You will, you will, be, you will be on my side. All right, but like you, I mean, you really have to think about it. I bet you're going to say something I'm not thinking. Of. What? what? No, no, Star Wars. Oh yeah, Star Wars is like definitely up there for me. It's insane how good the Star Wars comic is. It's imp- it shouldn't be that good. It shouldn't be no this way. good. It takes place in between uh, New Hope and Empire, mm-hmm. in the three years in between there, and like it is every time I th- I've always said this. Every time I think about a Star Wars gravitational pull, I don't care. I've cared my whole life. I'm tired of caring. It feels weird. I'm sick of Reddit upvoting everything because there's a stormtrooper in it. Uh, but the new Star Wars comic is absolutely beautiful, and it's done by Marvel, who is right now combining all of its universes into one planet. And it mm. makes no sense. It is the most le- is the least grounded thing in the universe. The idea that there's a currently ongoing Star Wars comic that's disconnected and so elegant and subtle, yeah, uh, with what it, with what it does, it just, like the little elements that it introduces. And we, I'll spoil mm. it here because the whole world has done it now. That like Han Solo might have a wife. <laughs> oh my God, Han Solo! What the? Who fuck? I pre- I predict is the mother of the African American stormtrooper we see in. Do you think so? Isn't his wife? Uh, he doesn't look anything like Harrison Ford. No, but I'm saying his wife is African. <laughs> no, I, I am American. Uh, we can we can or take that. She's I'm still betting and has brown Seems skin. Like that guy would be a lot lighter. I'm still betting. <laughs> like, I'm, maybe I, he getting, he's got a big suntan. He's always out in the might Tunisian be, desert. Might be, might could be. I'm still betting that Harrison or that Han Solo does not want to be married to mm-hmm. her, but has been forced to be married to her. A Corellian. Uh, I would, I, dude, I, what if he's Al Bundy? I say. <laughs> Or no, no Megara. That's such yeah. a, no Luke flushes the space toilet. <laughs> no, that's totally an anime setup of the of it's no, a total I, anime setup I of was, the betrothed you didn't want. I was saying that, Armis Reynolds, oh, the Firefly yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was my because stu- I didn't want to spoil it because he Malcolm Reynolds did not want to be married to uh, Joan from Mad Men, which I did mm. not see the finale. Hmm. Uh, by the way, I've never watched a single episode. You've never of watched Mad Firefly, Mad Men. Oh, Matt, really? Yeah. You would love Mad Men. Well, now that it's over, you, should, you can just binge No, it. you would really like Mad seasons. Men. There's not really, though. It's Give me like, an explainer. Give me an explainer. Um, Give me an explainer. To, to me, the greatest thing is, like, everyone's like, wow, things were so different back then. And, like, no, nothing has changed at all. And this is What did so, you guys like, think of the finale if you watched it? I never watched it. I, I didn't like it. Was it. Good. No. You didn't like it, Dave? No, it didn't. The pe- It gave closure to characters I didn't care about mm. and in false ways. Uh, so. Yeah, but didn't Peggy really? look awesome? She did. Were you watching this the whole time? Too? I, so I got to catch up too. Yeah. You know, evidently, wasn't no, Brett um, Gelman was in the final. I won't say best. Oh of. yeah, guys, watch 
Brett Gelman's dinner with family with Brett Gelman's family. That was this year, and it was incredible. That was, was that a, a pilot? Sentence. Watch Brett Gelman's dinner with family, which with is Brett, Brett Gelman's family. With <laughs> Brett Gelman's family. That's a full title. If you liked Eagle Heart, if you watched Eagle Heart, it Chris is from... Chris made me watch the one episode of the <laughs> Blues episode. That is the best. That's the, actually... We're talking about it's on Hulu now. Uh, that is one of the best things I've seen in 2015, is the Blues episode <laughs> of Eagle Heart. Yeah. It is so perfect. It's got David Chiklis from... Uh, the, no, not... No, uh, I'm sorry. Dean uh, Norris. Dean Norris. The guy from Breaking Bad. Dean Norris. I mean, I think if you watch I, no episode of that series, like Hank. that, that'll be funny forever. Like that, <laughs> about wow, about wow, and it's all just a, yeah. The whole episode is about like <laughs> what's the blues? The blues is a winding road with no end. That sounds like bullshit. Just kidding. The blues is good wings and having a good time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's I, that'll make no sense to anybody. It's one of the best fifteen minute episodes. It's of really good. Adults I've seen in a long time. It was Eagle Heart is the best cool. show. You guys all need to rediscover it. On uh, but comics, I. Uh, you know, I haven't read a book this year. If you've, if you've listened to a, uh, a, a podcast recently, but I did listen to his music so- CD. I actually can bought the CD. Can we, can you oh, if I can that? get my one comic book thing in, okay. hold off until the old end. material. All right. But it technically came out this year, so what? I get to say it. Uh, Sex Criminals Volume. 2. Oh yes, uh, yes. Yeah, Sex yeah, Criminals yeah. is delicious. A plus. Well, and Southern Bastards too. Great. Yes. Volume uh, two of that, and Volume two, Velvet Sex Criminals, Lazarus, like. Image is killing it right now. I just read the first issue of this book called Airboy, which is Mm -hmm. uh, really great. It's by James Robinson, who Mm -hmm. is this big name dude, and it is Fantastic Four. It is this painfully autobiographical story about what a fuck up uh, James Robinson was a couple years ago, or could still be now. And it's especially it's especially weird because I can say this because she mentioned it on Twitter. But my old coworker Jan Jones was married to him at the time, and she's a character in the book. Oh and God, she was really? Like, she says it, it is such a painful time in my life, and it's weird to see it in in page. But I think it's an amazing book, and you should all read it. She said. Wow. And so it's she only has one scene in the first issue, and she comes off great and looks pretty. And so <laughs> I think they're being nice to her, of like you're the best, and I'm the worst, and we like it's it's just that James Robinson is a drunk drug addict who can't write comics anymore that's I, I can't i can't call the new season of game of thrones best of 2015 no not at all but it's, i it's still incredibly watchable. i'm infatuated like i i have read i read all the books i read the first four books and now can you imagine that the first <laughs> you're th- reading four books now no, uh, no. I read, I read all the books and I knew the story where the story was going, and I'm now mm. in a portion of the show where all these characters and situations I'm previously aware of, as of like ten years ago, mm-hmm. are being expanded upon. Wait, Tyrion's doing that? Like, I don't know what's happening with these characters I already know mm. and have somewhat recently seen personified. Uh, I am having a way better time, I think, than most of the universe with Game of Thrones because it's like it seems like fan fiction. Sure. It seems like, well, like you were talking about earlier. Like we're hitting the point now where the show is diverging entirely from yeah. the books, right? Well, the books get awful, right? And it's like as a guy for me who has no fucking grounding in that, mm-hmm. and honestly, I couldn't be shitted to read a zillion mm-hmm. pages of George R. R. Martin, a man who, as I understand, eats entire Domino's pizzas on his couch and falls asleep, <laughs> and then his handler gets bummed because she's there to make sure he doesn't put himself in an early grave. I don't care. It's too <laughs> hard to do. It does. He's... Wait, does he really do that? Yes. Oh wow. He was the Why first guy to ever buy a Comic Con ticket, I believe, too. Yeah, he, he, he went to the yeah. first Comic Con, yeah, first yeah, yeah. ticket. He bought. is like a complete dyed in the wool, like neckbeard ass. Nerd. I, I love that. There was a clip I saw of him this year that was him taking one of the co-stars. I I don't watch the show, so I don't know who exactly, but him taking a co-star to a comic book store, and she's like, "What? Well, what is this? A comic book store?" He's like. 
Yeah, it's a comic book store. Look, look at that thing. thing. It has look to be this. like Le- 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 Lena Headley or something <laughs> like that. That's the only one. I, only woman I can imagine the show is. And then she was just like, oh, they're, they're, oh. they're playing card games back then? <laughs> what is this? He's like, no, you should read Saga. It's a great <laughs> Man, your George R. R. Martin voice is very good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the documentary Atari Game Over. It's, oh, yeah. it's pretty good. That's on regular Netflix now. It which is made for Xbox. It's pretty good. And like for, for one second, they cut away. It's like to the author of Ready Player One, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like, holy shit, they're digging up Atari. Like, I got to get my DeLorean from George R. R. Martin, and let's go. <laughs> and like, and I'm just like, well, this guy thinks he's such a character, doesn't he? And then they just cut to him getting his actual DeLorean from George R. R. Martin, <laughs> <laughs> like, who had who had literally borrowed the DeLorean of Ready the author from the author of Ready Player One. It did happen. Wow. It's wow. in the film. That's great. Oh, hey, there, there was a good documentary you and me watched mm. the uh the no no the yeah. doc ellis documentary well, that was la- it came out last year right. but it just but it, got on yeah. netflix like <laughs> but um it, henry saw it now what is it about it's Dave. about doc ellis so yeah a pitcher Pit- for i want to say the pittsburgh the pirates, pirates. I think it was pirates. yeah okay. he's the guy we, i read about this years ago in uh, some gawker article pitched a perfect game while on acid yes 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 and he was just a rebel the whole time was just a rebel of all of everything in the 70s like he he got in trouble for having for coming out and do it to practice with curlers in his hair he's like yeah this is how i want to wear my hair you wear curlers like this isn't a girl thing black people do this guy i mean like it does it it talks about bit about like like the the trials they had to face as mm-hmm. like a, a black baseball player in the 70s uh-huh. which you like when you, you just didn't want to play ball except yeah. for playing ball yeah <laughs> but also good. at a very progressive and weird time That's but i'm sure baseball didn't want any of that yeah and like when you just hear like oh it's the guy who threw the no hitter on lsd it's like it's, the, the documentary is a lot more than that and it's kind of sad no really the, yeah, the documentary is um that's tragic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Snowden doc. I love watching the Snowden documentary. I haven't seen that either. It's on. It, like, steal your parents' cable password. Watch it on HBO Go. Mm. It's delicious. Uh, I thought it's, it's it's just like with Going Clear. Like, I did kind of know all the information about it, but you know who Snowden is, and you know what he did. Right. And now imagine that somebody had bothered to film that while it was being revealed, mm. and while he's hiding in a hotel room wow. and feeding information to journalists, and like. The world doesn't know yet what's about to happen. He's sitting there kind of like freaking out. Wow, uh, that's, that's pretty great. I mean, the dude made a pretty crazy sacrifice. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how to feel about Snowden, Like, uh, mm-hmm. to be totally honest. Um, Man, I got to watch that. Yeah, it, it's it's completely, it's so good. It, it is the best documentary I have seen this year, but I know it came out last year. And I mean, uh, we also went to WrestleMania 31. That was, that was one of the best things. Your, do- your documentary of WrestleMania 31, Chris, hey, is very so, good. It, it's the only wow. thing doing slightly. Like, decent relative to Laser Time YouTube. That was, I mean, if you want to talk about, like, favorite wrestling mm. of, of this year, I think that weekend was yeah. it. I mean, going to oh, the NXT event. thing. So good. Chris that wasn't was at that, but that was the best. <clears throat> yeah, I had a fantastic time. I think seeing Hideo Itami do the go to sleep, just mm. like... The this what was the, a five thousand people crowd. Yeah, yeah. went insane. Once yeah. and seeing the ba- Finn Balor demon entrance, that was fucking badass. Yeah. Seeing so Sasha Banks him. being a, a the, the boss, like and yeah. then and then WrestleMania is just like WrestleMania. Yeah, bro. so it's like seeing NXT at its peak. Pro- mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's it's great now. Like they have some old Joe, but seeing NXT at its peak and then a WrestleMania that I thought was going to be. It was going to under under deliver. Mm-hmm. Was going to be disappointing. They're looking good. at the matches. I was like, eh, some of these are going to be good, but I don't know. Almost every match exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I, I, I need to go back and watch because I've never seen 
DX come out and face NWO. Yeah. Uh, anywhere yeah. from like the nosebleed seats. Yeah. Right it's, under Mick Foley's private booth. Um, it's, it's worth pulling um, up on the network. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Especially since we, there's two matches that we've missed because of. Uh, Ah, you're still yeah. harping on that. Yeah. You're still about that. <laughs> well, hey, man, you know, you couldn't predict that bus beat. That's true, so it's true. I had a book that I would like to... Books! Everyone All with. right. Books. Uh, nothing is true and everything is possible. The Surreal Heart of New Russia. Ooh, it's a good book. book. It's about a guy who's a BBC TV guy and he goes to Russia to work on Russia's national television like, mm-hmm. channels. And it's him working on, like, reality shows and shit and it's... It's crazy. Like, he works on this one show where it's, like, it's a reality show about trophy wives... And he basically talks to this like lady that's on the show, and it's basically this entire subset. If you have more rubles, I marry you. No joke. Like the whole thing is like it's a subset <laughs> yes! of women who are basically just like trying to get mob bosses to marry them and like make them one of their mistresses who live in a section of the town that is cordoned off just for mistresses of rich people. And all the rich guys that work in the government go through that section on the way home to fuck them before they go home to their actual families. <laughs> I wish and I had a vagina. They pay you know thousands and thousands of dollars to keep them Jeez. up there. And they talk to this one guy who's like a you know mafia guy. It's so weird because like since the mm-hmm. fall of communism in like Russia, the whole thing is like local thug rule. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lots of you know organized crime guys, but those guys kind of serve as like you know the police for the area. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great read. It's really fun. It's what was that name again? Uh, nothing <laughs> is nothing is true and everything is possible is the name of it, which is a play mm. on nothing is true and everything is permitted, which is an old code. Mm. But yeah, it's really good. It's a I'm glad read. somebody at the table read a book. It came out in like November 2014, so technically it's. I downloaded Phil book, Hartman's yeah. biography. Uh, I think in October. Oh, I should and I read, read that. The first, the first two. Oh, hey, uh, Amy Poehler's book, Yes Please, is that my new come personal. Out this year. It yeah. came out last year. I listened to it, but it is. It is my personal Bible now. It's one of my favorite things. Like, I love it so much. But should we talk about uh, games? Games. The yeah. That's the only thing I have close to. I think to this will be shorter than people games. expect. Just because this I year has been underwhelming. Pretty, well, we I, didn't play. We, I haven't played. We, I, I'm bummed that people give me shit about Video Game Apocalypse. I'm down on games. But I'm down on games because it. <clears throat> look at where we are. We did a podcast about games. Like, let's talk about the new releases. There's nine. Yeah. And then let's talk about the new releases. There's two HD remakes and nothing. Yeah. And nothing. And so that's that's where we are right now. And I don't know. That's kind of scary. And I was even looking at like, well, I'm always a Nintendo fanboy. What did Nintendo come out with this year? And I'm like, those are there are two games Nintendo came out with that I played in 2015. I didn't play Rainbow Curse. Um, um, yeah, that's okay. But I, you wouldn't put it in the, I, the best I know. of 2015 I, I anyway. An, I gave it an 8 at my old job. I mm-hmm. liked it. You're not uh, playing the right uh, Nintendo game. Same Which, with the uh, code name Steam. I played that. It that's was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what's the right Nintendo game? Well, 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 actually, it's games. Uh, but uh, it would be the new Street Pass games. Yeah, are yeah. by far my favorite games of this year, which is weird to say. But Fishing like, Frenzy and, and uh, Battleground Z. Actually, Fishing Frenzy. Fishing mm-hmm. Frenzy is my game of this year. Uh, see, <laughs> I, you th- I thought you were a bigger fan of Battleground Z for a while. I've, I mean, I'm you still playing. You finished that the quickest, right? I did, and I'm mm-hmm. still playing I've, it. Because, I've beaten it now, too. Yeah, and now I'm going back and trying to get all the rare zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I just like Fishing uh, Friend. Fishing Friend? No. I see. I still even don't even don't even know the name because it's, it's the like fishing game. The fishing game that I the, I press the fish button you on. Buy I wanna, from, you buy it from the uh, forcible rabbit. You the buy it from Gil the rabbit. Well, he seems pretty pissed every time. Like I, I don't want to buy anything from you. Oh, like dude, why are you he's doing Gil that? The salesman. He's I know, not angry, but I have more face time with him than like the homeless guys I turn around, turn down in my neighborhood. That's for what's cash. so good, dude. That I is can't walk away. It that is, rabbit is like the clutch move of like <laughs> this is why Nintendo away. can do F two P because oh, like if it's free man. to play, you've got this rabbit here just like 
oh, really? You don't? But then when you do, he's like, you yeah. want it? You really do? You don't want to support developers? <laughs> Hooray! I'm and they're sorry. like, literally, like, confetti falls yes. down on the yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. It's, a sad rather than a divorced dog. Like, <laughs> that's, their, that's their sales strategy. Rusty sluggers. Uh, rusty it is slugger. smart. It is so smart. But yeah. the games are great. And he, like, they've... I think they are my favorite uh, Street Pass games in general. Yeah, to, to I love fishing. I love I love virtual fishing. It's so as long as casting your line and catching a fish, if mm-hmm. there's only thirty seconds at most between yeah. that, I love fishing. <laughs> all, you, all, you, all you kids like your uh. Master Chiefs and your Halos. These guys around this table, though, we like fishing. Well, I have. Well, I'm from Florida, so I have tons of friends back home who fish constantly. Yeah, and guess what? They don't. They don't post pictures on Facebook of them fishing. They post pictures of like, I haven't caught a fish in three hours and need to take a dump and have to do it over a boat. <laughs> and that's, those are the pictures I see every week. Like a fucking grinning fat dude in a fucking hat giving a thumbs up with his ass over, a, over the bow of a ship. Oh boy. That's and, also one of the highlights of 2015 was the Louie episode. Spoilers. <laughs> yes, where he's top decking. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to shit in the tank of the toilet while Louie's that, throwing up into the d- toilet. D- quickly. And then falls off and dies. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do like about the, the that the se- <laughs> to quickly jump back to Louie, I really like this season. Is it's kind of a lesson that I try to like teach myself too, which is like don't think you're too cool for things. Which yeah, is a, like yeah. a lot of this season is like Louie thinking he's too cool for what's his name, the cop. Yes, Michael uh, Rappaport. Rappaport. That's, yeah, that's a great episode. And Jim Florentine in that episode, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not I'm not cool, too cool for anybody or any situation. Uh, from like, an outsider's yeah, perspective, yeah. I'm the least cool yeah. person in the universe. Yeah. I really am. Like this is a very sad existence to most other people who come through this house. Yeah, that um, episode is great because it's like the most veiled like reaction to everything that's happening too. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like they're awful. But what are you going to do? Yeah. You have to deal with them. <laughs> and uh, it sucks. Fucking, but I was I was going to say for my game. Well, obviously I played the most of Monster Hunter. But yes, it used to work for Capcom, the company that made the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a little bummed. I have, I've had the experience of playing with tons of people within the company, and none of you fucking assholes yeah. play it. Um, Sorry. And what about Blood Boner? But Bloodborne. Oh, yeah, Blood Boner. Uh, Grim and I have different experiences with the game. We talked about it somewhat recently. I mean, I think it, it is the best new game for me of the year. I agree. Yeah. Oh, you do? I mean, I mean, I don't have enough FaceTime with the other one I'm going to talk about, but yeah. It's. Uh, it, well, it's it's to me, it's beautiful. I, I love like what is this game? I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, and then all, like all of a sudden, it's like seeing through the matrix. Like yeah. I get, I see everything. When you finally and, hit it, it like rolls over. It's I don't know, but it's I, I only play it now because of my time constraints. Not not time constraints, but I I don't want to go off on this the too game. much. When you work in your room, yeah, uh, you kind of lose sight of when when is your free time. So it's sort of like, I'm really tired. I'll play Bloodborne for 40 minutes. I'll right. get nowhere. Make no progress. 40 minutes is not enough. Time. The game yeah. requires two things. It's like, one, you need at least two hours, I mm-hmm. would say, to make any kind of meaningful progress. And two, you need to have the emotional sort of fortitude to mm-hmm. like get over the game's general presence. Because mm-hmm. like, I haven't touched it for months because sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to be in this horrible place. I don't want to be surrounded <laughs> by dark horrible bullshit like I want something colorful because you're a Dark Souls fan with the sun I spent all my day answering emails and doing managerial (laughs) ass bullshit so it's just like I just want to fucking relax Bloodborne will never let you see the sun if you're lucky you you can see the full moon reflected off a rabid pig's back (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's all you get very true I didn't think it was nearly as good as the first but I really liked Hotline Miami too really it was it was different and like 
I'll agree that it was a great experience, but it is a way inferior game, and I don't yeah. think it's as it's, good. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper and like got on my nerves a lot more. But the, it did things differently, like had different characters, mm-hmm. like different play. Like you couldn't just play it the way you played Hotline Miami One, which right. I, I I appreciated that, and Those I games, think I like the story a little it's bit more weird too. To, yeah, the story was more fleshed yeah. out. I think it was more whatever, but. At the same time, it's like those games are like, you would never use the term rhythm game, but those mm. games are so connected to the soundtrack that it's like you're almost playing a music video to the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, that's how I would describe yeah, it. Yeah, the soundtrack goes a long way in that game. Like, that, it's got, it has the best soundtrack of the year so far yeah. for me, I would say. Mm. Yeah. I would say it's the other thing I'm going to talk about, too. That's mm. also pretty good. What? Soundtrack, but Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah. Which Splatoon. I, I'm only... I, I'm I disappointed love... in myself. I haven't played it. I haven't really. Well, I think well, a lot of people are overlooking it because it is, like, it does seem... What was... I thought it about... me. I thought it was going to be Titanfall. I thought... Where it was going to be hot shit for a month and a half and then completely... I played just... a ton of Titanfall. Yeah. But here, my situation was, this is really dumb, wanted to thank Wes, uh, LT Humphrey, uh, for mm-hmm. donating us a monitor. So I went to Best Buy to get a wall mount because we don't have any space here to put another yeah. monitor. It has to be mounted to the wall. I go into Best Buy and not realize I am there during the Nintendo 2015 World Championships. <laughs> oh, that's right. so one of the like <laughs> eight places in the fucking universe that they're doing these preliminaries. Uh, there is no line. It's kind of sad. It is not the wizard. It wasn't. Uh, there was not a big screen. It was a bunch of people playing Mario 3 and Nintendo Remix on a DS mm-hmm. on a black table. Uh, in the camera section, it was not, there uh. was nothing show. But then I like, oh yeah, Splatoon came out, and I'm like, I know I subconsciously go into Best Buys thinking I shouldn't buy this game, but if I'm here and I see it and I'm compelled, I'll get it. And I'm like, I'll get, I'll probably get Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sold out. There is no scenario in the universe where Splatoon is sold out unless the Nintendo <laughs> World Championships are being held at that Best Buy. And that, to me, is what that was happening. Can you not have plucked it out of the back pocket of one of those guys while they're playing uh, in the <laughs> right. I guarantee there's probably a situation, like, if you buy the game, you get bumped up to a higher tier. It's probably, like, DLC for their competition. <laughs> uh, but right. I, I played the Global Test Fire, and I'm, I'm, you can stream, you see that streaming on uh, YouTube.com slash Leader Time Network, and I did not like the game. I did not like the game at all, and I didn't like it for the thing I usually praise myself on. I jumped in and played Splatoon at the same time with the same knowledge of the, as the rest of the world. I got worked. I got owned. I couldn't figure mm. the fucking game out. I couldn't do well at all, but I had all the facilities and all the knowledge that anybody else in the universe had at the exact same time. Nobody knew anything about the game. There's no there's there's one tutorial and we all there was one hour to play the game. You trash at FPS is uh I'm not usually. I, I, Tyler is here to watch me like he watched me like completely rain a Titanfall match like we guys three months four or what up? Uh no, it was just a regular match. Um so just killing each other. No, it wasn't just killing each turf other. Turf war where you're painting the ground. Um well you don't have No no and oh and Splatoon? Yeah. Uh yeah you're where you're painting the ground. Okay, okay. Yeah. That that but it, it took a while. The game didn't tell it. doesn't matter. My yeah. story is not important. It's like, I didn't enjoy <laughs> Updated it. Updated information. I didn't enjoy it. And then I hear from uh, you and Wiki Parra. It's like, the game's fucking great. The reviews it's... come out and like, the game is fucking great. Uh, and then it... Even the reviews are not great, great. Well, they're, they're like, like low 80s. Yeah. Low 80s, yeah. Most of the complaints I saw were just... This needed. This needs more content, which is coming, and they're they're slowly leaking it out as free DLC. That's but, the thing, right? Like yeah. that's Nintendo's thing right now. Is like we're not going to release an unfinished game. We're going to release sixty percent of a game, mm. and then release the other finished parts as DLC. That's free, but they're DLC planned free because I worked yeah. at a game, and I, I know DLC is not a, a lot of people look at it as a terrible thing, but it's like to know that you'll you'll like this game and you'll have more content down the line. Yeah, and it'll usually be in a month. 
Yeah. And whereas Nintendo is like, all right, eight months from now, that's when we'll really, yep. kick, it'll really kick up. Well, the high though, gear. speaking of that, that well, they, their releases are so sporadic; they yeah. need like long tooth fucking <sighs> yeah. release shit. That Mario Kart DLC was pretty great, though. It's, it's it, it took almost a year after two, buying the, it to use it. Two hundred CCs is too fast, though. Yeah, I can't. It work. I can't deal with that, but. Yeah. I still, I really enjoyed it. And uh, let me name the game I've been playing the most, which is Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker. It is a remake, but it's new this year. And uh, boy, it's just such, uh, it's got everything I love about Shin Megami. Math, balancing things, (laughs) order of gameplay, uh, fusing demons together. Body pillows, wall scrolls. Celebrating Japanese culture and its trains. (laughs) (laughs) Because really, the game is secretly a tribute to the Shinkansen, which so. Oh man! So I still should have a video up about that at some point. To quickly go over my Splatoon feelings, mm. just um, it's very cool because it's brightly colored. You're clearly a tween that's in the Shibuya district of Tokyo, yeah. <laughs> and you're like a little fashionista. All the fucking characters that sell you shit in the game are all snobs that won't serve you until you're high level enough, and like you have to get cooler clothes to like look cooler and act cooler. And it just has all these like the soundtrack is probably the best soundtrack of the year. I. I am completely and, confident. Yeah. It is. It's one of these games where it's just like it is a first-party Nintendo title, and mm. that doesn't sound like much when you've played 16 iterations of Mario in the last several years. I wish. But this shit is like here is a Japanese studio doing exactly what they do without any interference from anyone, and the mm. soundtrack is like weird reggae, fucking like <laughs> insane kind of like ska-sounding music, and then like I don't know funk stuff. It's so all over the place. The theme song alone, I'm like. Godspeed, like that seems like something that should have happened in 1996. It's got, nobody like, had the means. Flagrant, like wick, wick, like <laughs> shit, which you haven't heard since like Parappa the fucking rapper. And, <laughs> I like that. It's I don't know, man. It's very cool. Well, I, it is a little sparse, I guess, in the sense of overarching content. But mm-hmm. the single player is good, and then the multiplayer is fun because like you have the motion controls, which all the reviewers shit on. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. No, it, it was hard to get used to. But I it have is. It's hard to I have played a, a shooting game on when Nintendo Land where like. I'll be more accurate if I can lean into the next. The, the you just you like you're two aiming, millimeters. but you want to aim a little bit more so you make the controller go wink. Yeah, I don't have to happens. fiddle around with a, a analog stick and pretend like I'm going to be that accurate because I'm not. Right. One of those NES mini games, pretty good too. I haven't. I mean, during the loading time, I'm just I'm like cutting myself and like spraying <laughs> silver yes. paint in my mouth. What a lovely door. day! A lovely day. Oh, I have that. But Hank, you're going to close this out with a music selection. Oh, what is that? Music. What a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I'm sure Grimm has listened to a lot of music this year, but uh, if I could pick out one, it's uh, the last, probably the last thing I'll ever buy on CD, which is the Mountain Goats Beat the Champ. That is crazy. I I love that album. The Reading Mountain the track Goats, list recently blew my mind. Yeah, it's... Heel so, Turn, Southern Territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't know the Mountain Goats, look them up. They're one of the best, like, indie rock bands around. No, really, they're just Named an album after my hometown. Yeah, Tallahassee. And usually their songs are about sadness and awful yes, things. Tallahassee. And, uh, yeah, it, it's one of my favorite songs of theirs is No Children. Look that up. And I discovered them because they were their songs were used often on Moral Oral. Were they because, really? <laughs> yeah, on several wow. different episodes. And it felt, it, it worked very well within Moral Oral's kind of just dark, bleak sadness mm-hmm. and trying to find any, any hope within that. But... But so the um, the lead singer of the the band and the frontman of the band he he has put together 
he has been a wrestling fan his whole life. He loves he loves pro wrestling, and so he made an entire album just about pro wrestling and how much he enjoys it. And so, uh, if uh, a song to go out on in this episode, I would say "The Legend of Chavo Guerrero." That's that's my favorite, <laughs> and it's Chavo Guerrero Senior, not the okay. Ch- not the Chavo we know. That's why I left because I thought it was the junior. Chavo no. we know. The Chavo we will Guerrero close out story. with that. This has been Laser Time. You can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. We do articles on a daily basis. A ton of cool stuff has been written recently by the people in this very room and more. Uh, I don't know what's up there right now, but I swear to God, I have an epic Happy Meal article. Ready to go. I, I almost want to make it a regular thing because somebody wrote, here are the top five Happy Meal toys. And then he reveals he's not. he was fucking born after 2000. Yeah, like you don't fucking you no don't Kermit know. on roller skates. You no, know, goddamn, ding, these are the best. And like, but then every person should have their top five Happy Meal toys. Like, it's something we all enjoy. So I, I'm not saying we should do that, but if you want to propose one, every like we'll fake it, and everyone will have a different modifier: actual, the for real, the all different, the Marvel now Happy Meal toys. Like. It, uh, you should listen to Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I do every week, and also buy some commentaries on lasertime.bandcamp.com, like the ones for Avengers and Iron Man 3. Also, the X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, what a great... We, we've been streaming more, but we always stream on uh, twitch.tv slash lasertime. Dave and I... Unless every, it's hatred. Unless it's hatred, which we couldn't, but it's on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lasertime network, which has a bunch of videos up there that uh, you guys don't want to watch. That's okay. Um, but... Uh, uh, that is that, and we, we're going to stream Jurassic Park, Jurassic probably, Park probably around the time that comes out. Yeah. Um, and I host Cheap Podcast. Uh, we have a special surprise for episode fifty, and then after that, it'll be uh, Money in the Bank, and then we'll have another special surprise at the end of June. Ooh. Yeah. And then there's also a Video Game Apocalypse, a video game podcast. Well, a lot of us are on, mm-hmm. and uh, the VG Empire. VG Empire, the video game music podcast. So good too. Just like to say quickly my favorite album of the year, Earl Sweatshirts. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That is it. We are out. He was my hero back when I was a kid. You let me down, but Chavo never once did. You called him names to try to get beneath my skin. Now your ashes are scattered on the wind. I heard his son got famous. He went nationwide, coast to coast, with his dad by his side. I don't know if that's Real sweet to grow old, you look hot. It's my last hope. Chavo Guerrero, coming off the top.